suggest each other movies and and we're going to come back and tell you if we would recommend them to you. Last week Drew gave me one of the worst movies ever in Mad Max. That's not true. Not the worst movie ever, but definitely not for me. And he said, "Brett, that was kind of a troll pick. Why would you do that to me, Drew?" Um because it's fun. Because it's fun. See, to be a troll. You know what? <laughs> These are the reasons that I sometimes wonder why I signed up for this podcast with Drew. <laughs> with that said, we suggested a couple movies last week that I think were just fantastic movies. Don't you think so, Drew? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Fantastic. <laughs> troll Bridge. The greatest movies ever. So, I had a list of movies in my back catalog that I consider troll movies. And initially we kind of said, Hey, you know, we'll throw one of these randomly in every now and then just to mix it up. And, mess. and we'll only do one per season. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the rule. So we, we made the decision to only do one <clears throat> per season. So these are, he did Mad Max for me and I gave him the one that I would call my troll. <laughs> He asked for this. Let's just put it that way. I gave him the movie Blood Debts. Now, Blood Debts is a movie about a guy named Mark who watches his daughter and her fiance, her boyfriend, fiance, yes. I think it's fiance, fiance, pretty much get killed by these, um, pretty much these mobsters, these gangsters. And so he goes on like a one-man war to stop the crime of these groups, this group that did this. And so he goes around just killing everyone involved with the group in one way or another, uh, whether that's a knife, gun, rocket launcher, whatever whatever it needs to be. This movie's from 1985, and let me just tell you right now, there are um, there are movies out there that when you hear them, you think, it's so bad, it's good. This one's not one of those. <laughs> it's just so bad. Although the ending... The ending is... is great. So, <laughs> it's one of those things, like, you watch the movie, and the whole time you're thinking, why am I watching this movie? And then you get... Stick around to the end. Then you get to the end, and you're like, that's why I'm watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Because it is amazing if you want to you can go on youtube type in blood debts 1985 and watch it skip to just to the last few minutes of it and just watch the ending and you'll be like i kind of want to watch the rest of this but drew do you think they should watch the rest of it yes okay tell me why oh boy okay <clears throat> so a little bit of backstory here okay I like movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised. I like movies. Um, I like all types of movies. (laughs) I typically like indie films or a little more artistic or whatever, but I can, you know, I like a good action film or 
you know, rom-com or whatever the sort. You know, The Lobster, that was a great movie. Drew's, that was a rom-com. Drew's favorite movies <laughs> are Hallmark Christmas movies. So, anyways. So, um, one genre that I like is movies that almost made it kind of things like you see what direction they're going in and they just quite couldn't get there but by golly did they not try their hardest um this was this was one of them no yeah no yeah so okay so i'll give you they tried they they did try was it successful no but um it wasn't even close yeah well i mean you know okay you know they they got down on the forty five yard line. You know they had they had a little while to go to a touchdown, but they caught, they just quite couldn't make it. Um, but um, yeah, this was I mean it's a bad movie. It's an objectively a bad movie. There's a lot of dialogue that just doesn't make any sense. I mean it's just like some non sequiturs or some just awkward awkward things the camera work it's just like sometimes the camera's just bouncing around like you know (laughs) the transitions between scenes are just awful um this was objectively a bad movie that i had a good time watching (laughs) it's awful like don't 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 let me get you wrong it's a horrible terrible movie but oh my gosh sometimes you just you know, you, you turn on NASCAR and you, you want to watch a car wreck. You hope that the drivers are okay. You don't want anybody hurt. But, oh my gosh, this is just like, it's like a car wreck where you just can't look away. That's um, so true. That's what this movie is. And the ending is <clears throat> um, very famous. It's been memed Let's just lot. be honest. It's probably the best ending in all of cinema. Yeah. Yeah, we can say that. Um, and when Brett gave me the movie, I had no idea about the movie, but about the last five minutes, I recognized him. I was like, I've seen this before. And I paused the movie, typed in the title on Reddit, and it came up as like, watch this ending, like the best cinema ending of all time. So, um, but yeah, so I would recommend, I would recommend this movie to watch just for like the experience of watching it. Like, it's a bad movie, but I genuinely had fun watching it at some at some point. Yeah, but it, it is a bad movie. It is um, it is a train wreck, to say the least, but it's a train wreck you don't want to look away from. Yeah. Except for the random, out of place, no, I don't know where it came from sex scene. And it's very explicit. <laughs> it is explicit. My yes. thing this is, is... This like, is an R-rated movie. The thing is, you watch it, or when I was watching it, I kept thinking... Whoever directed this, it felt like a teenager wrote it, and they were like going for it. Like they just had the money, and they're like, "I want to make it," mm-hmm. because the it was like almost pure, unadulterated, kill the next bad guy, and let's have sex. Yeah, and some you know, I mean, it's like it's like uh, Charles Bronson's like Death Wish. You know, it has that it's that thing where. You know, a member of his family was taken from him, and he's getting revenge. Or first Deadpool movie, I guess. You know, something like that. Or Taken. Um, or Taken. So, you know, it's like, it follows those beat-for-beat beat of, like, really well-made movies that we know. And they just, 
they they follow that path. They missed the one. And then just fought. did like everything wrong in mm-hmm. that path. Um the acting was horrendous. Oh yeah. Yeah, the acting was so bad. Um I feel like they probably in the scenes they behind the cameras they had like cue cards reading the, the actors' lines. I wanna believe That's what it seemed like. I wanna believe they had a premiere for this and everyone went in proud. Because they hadn't seen the final product. Yeah. And they left like halfway through their zone bears. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, so I don't, I don't want to spoil the movie by giving too, too much away. I don't want to spoil the ending. The ending is fantastic. You can literally just like Google the ending. Yes. And you can watch <laughs> it. But, um, it was a horrible movie that I did have fun watching. It's a fun movie. It is fun. It's, uh. Not good, but it's so fun. so I would recommend it. It's out if you ask me to rate it, I'd give it like from a technical standpoint, like a two or a three. It's a bad movie, but I would recommend watching it. So it is definitely a bad movie, and it has a um, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. He's gonna give it a three. I would probably give it a two. Um, I'll give the ending a nine. <laughs> 10 for the ending <laughs> the ending is so good uh, but the rest of the movie I would never recommend this to anyone but Drew um, <laughs> watch it it's, it's horribly great again <laughs> if you're into like watching bad movies and you just want to laugh like you will like this movie yes uh, if you actually are looking for a really good movie to watch this weekend this ain't it that, that's what I took that from like if I would have had to pay to watch this I would have been Highly mad. disappointed. I would have been mad, but because it's free on YouTube, it was it was just dumb fun. Yeah, get on YouTube, turn your <laughs> settings up to one point five times speed. That's right, and rock through it. Um, I I gave it to you. Gave it a three. For some reason, IMDb fan score is a four point four. Nice. It has only has two hundred and twenty nine ratings. There's not even a Metacritic score. Too good for the critics, probably. Well, there's three <laughs> critic reviews, it says, but I don't know I don't know who those people are. Yeah. And they don't actually it's like a link to their reviews and I don't feel like going to that. Yeah. With that said, I wouldn't recommend it. Drew would recommend it. But what do you think? Sound off in the comments below. Let us know what you think about this movie. If you've seen it. If nothing else, go on YouTube. Do what we said. Go to the ending of it and let us know your thoughts on that because you're probably going to say this is the best movie ever. And you might want to go watch the rest of it afterwards. You'll you'll be heavily disappointed if you do. (laughs) But that ending, though. With that said, Drew, on the more serious pick, on an actual good movie, Nightcrawler. Drew, tell me about Nightcrawler. Okay, so Nightcrawler came out in uh, 2014, written and directed by uh, Dan Gilroy. Stars uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as the titular lead, Nightcrawler. It also has uh, Rene Rousseau and Bill Paxton in it. R.I.P. Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Nightcrawler is um, this character named Lewis Bloom. That's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And <clears throat> he's this uh, con man kind of you know, shady character right from the get-go. Uh, he's desperate for work and money, like most of us are, I guess, in some sense, especially if you live in L.A., which I think this movie, yeah, this movie takes place in L.A., doesn't it? Yes. Yes. So, 
Um, he starts, he, he buys, he gets a camera and he starts getting into the gritty kind of crime world of LA. Like, um, he starts filming accidents, like vehicle accidents and stuff like that. And apparently if you, if you're like first on the scene and get footage of it, you have like rights to that video in a newsroom would have to pay you to use that video. Mm-hmm. So he starts making money like that, but he, through the, through the movie, <clears throat> he, he starts off just filming accidents, but then as his greed grows and his depravity grows, he starts being more uh, participating in them, I guess you could say for better word. Um, he definitely maybe takes setting them up and takes up. advantage. Yes. And, so, uh, so yeah, so this is like a sleaze bag character from the get go. He really has no sort of character redemption at all. No. Um, but uh, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal robbed at the Oscars. He should have won that <laughs> for best actor because it's so out of character for him. Like Jake Gyllenhaal is always like a good guy. In his mm-hmm. like he's he's a hero or you know just some sort of good guy. And man, this guy was not good. Not at all. And there was just a part of him, even from the first moment you meet him, that you can tell there's just something about him that's unsettling. Yes. And he is most certainly unsettling throughout the movie. And you can tell, me and Drew were actually talking about this last night, uh, talking about like his character spiral and how it just keeps going further and further down. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, he starts low already. Yeah. And it only gets worse. I think uh, depravity is the very best word you could probably use for him. Um, it's just he wants to get he wants to make a lot of money and he'll do whatever it takes to get what he wants and so he does some very particularly awful things to make it happen um and the only downside to this movie in my opinion was that when drew said nightcrawler i thought it was a superhero movie (laughs) <laughs> and it was not <laughs> nerd <laughs> uh. with that said I thought Jake Gyllenhaal did a fantastic job like you said he he really showed something that I don't see in most of his other movies that sadistic um, what was the word I used to you in the text he's a um, sociopath sociopath yeah that was it he's such a sociopath um and I think there's another, like, there's, I wouldn't even call it a subplot, maybe a little bit of a subplot, um, with a female news room lady. Yes. Who... An anchor. News anchor. She's not an anchor, is she? She just runs the stuff. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, she just runs it. And she... It's been about two or three years since I've seen the movie. Fair enough. But when you get to know her, and you see what he, like, how he manipulates her, and then also, like... There's part of you that's like, dude, you're an awful person for manipulating her in the way that you do. On the flip side, you're kind of like, she's an awful person because of how she acts towards what should be shown on television, invading people's privacy. Uh, Not only that, like, you find that the person who seems like a normal person with a normal job, doing her job, just trying to make a living, can be just as depraved as this dude. Because she does some awful things as well. Yeah, she's very unethical. Unethical. Well. Um, 
and it goes even further than just ethics, in my opinion. Like, she she's almost a participant in all this. Like, she doesn't care how he gets it. She just wants it. With that said, I think that if you are looking for a great movie to watch this weekend, I couldn't stop watching. Uh, there are some movies that I like be on my phone during it. Not this one. It was... It was so good. There's not just like action, 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 action. There's not that. Um, it's a bit slower, uh, more reserved, but it's all just this build up. Yeah, and there's definitely like this tension yes, underlying the, throughout the film. Yes. And, <laughs> and you know, there's some movies that Drew suggested to me in particular that I said, it's just so slow. You know? This one's slow, but it's not a bad slow. Yeah. Like, this is how you do well-paced tension build-up towards the inevitable ending. Mm -hmm. uh, so with that said, I um, also think the ending, the very ending, um, is kind of not depressing, but it's kind of sad. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know if I can say it. He gets what he wants. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, like, like I said at the beginning, there's no re redemption for this guy. Like he, the end goal for what he wants, he just keeps going after it and he gets it. Yes. Um, and it's not even about like, he's definitely not going to get redemption, but he's also not going to get punishment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of another unsettling part. You sometimes wonder with movies like this, how much truth there is in them. Kind of like, uh, have you ever seen 30 Rock? Yeah, a little bit. So one of the favorite things about 30 Rock is, well, if you haven't seen 30 Rock, it's a comedy show, kind of like, um, whatchamacallit, a um, mockumentary kind of, not really yeah. mockumentary, but in, that, in a sense that way. Yeah, of like TV cameras following people around. Yes. Um, but it's following the people who... That's kind of like The Office, too, right? Yes. Yeah. It's in that same vein. It was in the same lineup mm -hmm. during that time. Uh, about 30 Rockefeller Plaza, NBC, and like the behind the scenes of how they get a show going and the craziness of the actors and the directors and the president and all that stuff. So funny. One of my favorite one of those shows. Um, but it reminds me of that because when I watch that show, one of the funniest parts of it is you know these writers have been in that writing room before. How much truth is there in what's being said here? And it's probably a lot more than we'd like to believe. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there... Apparently, when I when I looked up some info about this movie, I mean, there are real-life nightcrawlers. Oh, yeah. Like, these are people that, that have police scanners, and they go to scenes of crimes, and they film them, and then sell the tapes. Yeah, but most you know? of them are like the first guy. That we meet, who like he stays at his distance, gets a shot. Yeah, yeah. This guy, Lewis, will just like, I'm gonna walk up into your face, and it's well, yeah, like like I said, like I had no, I just didn't know that this was like a real profession. Mm -hmm. Like people actually make a living doing this. Oh yeah, the uh, news channels, and it's not just like in L.A. If let's say if you were up in wherever city you are, and you saw an accident and got some film, you could sell it to a TV station, and make some money, because. Mm. You're the only one with that footage. Yeah. And, I mean, they can't be everywhere. With that said, Drew, I would probably rank this movie a 7.5. Yeah. 
I think that's a fair assessment. Um, definitely one I would watch again, uh, but it's not in that upper echelon. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I'm right up there with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it just a solid 8.0 simply because, again, you you get acting from Jake Gyllenhaal that I wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, he never plays these types of characters. Like this wasn't. I don't think so. Mysterio. I don't think he's ever played. Mysterio. Okay, this is 2014 before Mysterio. I know. I know. So I mean, this is like his first outing as like a bad guy. Yeah. So you never really like expect that coming from him, um, but I mean, just solid acting. Plus, give it props to Dan Gilroy. That's his first debut film. Really? Yeah. So he came out. That's super, super strong. strong. I don't know what other movies he's done, just off like the top of my head. But I want to check him out as a director because the movie was just solid. Mm-hmm. So if he's done other stuff, I would love to check out some of them. Um, he's done some other ones. Uh, Roman J. Israel. Esquire, it has Denzel Washington in it. Okay. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw and Real Steel. Oh, he did Real Steel? Mm-hmm. I remember that one. Kong, Skull Island. He wrote the screenplay for it. Okay, got you. Yeah. Uh, so he's had his fingers in some, yes. in some other productions, too. So I, I would, as far as like directing, I would love to see what else he has in his future. Oh, yeah. Um, he's got a bright future that was, ahead. That was like his first major debut as a director, and he did really well. So, uh, so yeah, I'd give it I'd give it an eight and I don't think the Metacritic would be too far from us, right? Well, let me put it this way, Drew, we can call you a fan because the IMDb fan score is a seven point nine. Okay, but we're gonna have to call me a critic because the Metacritic score is seventy six. Ah, okay. So we are right in right on top of both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Nightcrawler, um. Solid movie, would definitely recommend. Yes. And you should check that out this weekend. It's on Netflix. Um, so if you want to watch Nightcrawler, check it out on Netflix this weekend. If you want to watch Blood Debts for some reason, check it out on YouTube. At least check the ending out. It's yeah. so good. Uh, but now we move into that portion of the show where we get a little bit more holly and jolly. And... We remember that next week starts our Christmas movie marathon where we're going to be doing Christmas movies for the next few weeks um, leading up to December 17th, I believe it is. Yes. yes. December 17th. So the next three weeks, we're going to have Christmas movies we're talking about. Uh, and then after that, we're going to take a couple weeks off to enjoy the Christmas holidays with our families. And we hope you will as well, and maybe give you some time to watch some of the Christmas movies we talk about, including one of my all-time classic Christmas movies that I loved as a kid, and I used to have to watch it at daycare all the time, and I had no problem with it, because who wouldn't want to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger be Turbo Man? Drew, this week, you're going to be watching the classic from the 90s, Jingle All the Way. I love it. Sinbad, too. Sinbad is yeah. in there. He I is. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I am so tempted. So we have three weeks of Christmas. I'm so tempted just to give you Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So I was going to give you Santa Claus 1, but I was like, nah, Jingle All the Way is fine. Uh, I love Jingle All the Way. It's so good. And it is on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it is? That's okay. what it says. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out for sure. Um, 
Yeah, Jingle All the Way is phenomenal. All right, so Brett, so I have a movie for you. Should I be scared? Or no. Sh- should I be jolly? You should be jolly. Yes. This is not a troll pick, I promise you. It's not. The Smurfs do Christmas. <laughs> Check out Smurfette. You don't know how close you are. <laughs> this is not a tropic. It's from 1992, and this is The Muppet Christmas Carol. No, I've heard so many good things about it. I In fact, it. I've watched it. I love it, but you think like The Muppets. Oh, he's trolling me. No, the it's Muppet so Christmas good. Carol. Yes. So, 1992, The Muppets rendition of Charles Dickens' classic, The Christmas Carol, with you know Ebenezer Scrooge and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, so I give you the Muppet Christmas Carol and you can find that on Disney plus. Perfect. Perfect. So this past week, definitely not movies to show to the kids. I can promise you that. Mm -hmm. But next week it's looking like a really kid friendly movie, um, week. Now then, before we go, I do want to remind everyone that we have our $20 Amazon gift card giveaway going on right now. You can go to our Facebook page. Uh, like the post. I have it pinned at the top. Like it, comment, share the uh, share the post. And you do that, you're going to be entered to win $20. Um, and so what will happen is, everyone who meets those qualifications, I'm going to send out a little quiz uh, with a, one question from each episode uh, that we've had so we can reward our fans and not just our Miranda who watched. <laughs> um, but we want to reward y'all. Um, they shouldn't be too difficult. They'll just be a lot of them will just be funny moments and stuff like that. That if you listen, you'll know. Uh, so don't worry if you've been listening through them. Don't feel like you have to go back all the way through it. But you'll also have like three or four days to finish the quiz. So if you need to go back, you can. And if we need to do a tiebreaker, we will. And I've got that prepared. Uh, but we really hope you'll participate in that. Help us out by doing that. It helps us um, get our name out there a little bit more and get some more people to know who we are. Uh, and it'll help you by potentially winning $20 right in time for the holidays. Uh, but thank you so much for being a part. Uh, we hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy watching Blood Debts on YouTube, or at least the ending. And enjoy watching Nightcrawler on um, Netflix. Or maybe you're ready for Christmas just like we are. we got our trees decorated and uh, set up. And you want to watch... Jingle All the Way on Netflix or Muppet Christmas Carol on Disney Plus with us. We'd love to have you join us this week. But enjoy your Thanksgiving holidays. Enjoy time with your family. And from all of us here, recommended. Y'all have a great and blessed weekend.